Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno uh, every Monday from 2 till 3 of course, uh, in Adelaide, and of course, um, podcast on Happy Business Radio. Thanks to Podcast City and Ron for helping us to do that. And it goes out to 35 different countries around the world. I am so pleased that, um, you know, more and more people are sending me messages, emails, and uh, uh, short stories or how this program has actually helped them. And look... I'm humbled. I really am humbled and honoured to be able to help so many people. Um, people at different universities who are studying business or uh, doing a Masters of Business or uh, different schemes around the world uh, are sending me messages and saying, I heard that, we employed it, um, we started using it and it worked for us or um, you inspired us or your guest inspired us. And I had um, Ilona Solenska uh, come on to the program early in January and uh, we've had several requests to have her back and ask her about her um, fourth industrial revolution, to ask her about her business and how she grew her business, um, which is an international business from little old Adelaide. And um, the the other day, believe it or not, um, I was actually on a um, work site and um, talking to somebody there in the business and I, I noticed this chap on the side um, he seemed to be standing around not doing much and I thought, okay, what's he doing? And um, seeing I was there to, to look at what, who's supervising and who's doing what, I just went up to him and said, hello, you know, and, and what's your job here? And he said, oh, I actually provide the labourers. So I thought, that's interesting. I said, so tell me a little bit about your business. So he started telling me about his business and then he told me, which is really surprising, he said, oh, I'm working uh, and I did this study and I did this, 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 this. And uh, there's a scheme here in Australia or in Adelaide and it's called NEIS, which is N-E-I-S, which stands for New Enterprise Incentive Scheme. And it's for people starting a business or running a business and need help to run it, uh, do their plans and all this sort of stuff of setting up a business and getting it run commercially and making it viable. And um, he mentioned that Ilona was his teacher. <laughs> and I thought, okay. I said, well, I'm actually working with Ilona and we're doing her podcast. And I said, and he said, really? I said, yeah, she just started a new podcast called Welcome to the Future with Ilona uh, Solinska. And she's, he said, wow, <laughs> when can I hear that? When can I hear that? I said, don't worry, tell all your friends. He said, I will, I will. So it was really interesting how sometimes things just come around, you know, and if you're out there in business, you're going to bump into other opportunities. And because of um, me being asked to be on a building site to do this inspection and do uh, research and see who's doing what and what's happening, um, I've picked up more work and uh, uh, the people that I met have also picked up more work because now I've recommended them to somebody else. And uh, next week and the next couple of weeks, I know that they'll be working on a, on a bigger project than what I met them on, you know. And all of a sudden, this guy, he runs a business, and I'm actually going to bring him on 
uh, in a few weeks' time. I'm going to bring him on to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio because he's from overseas. Um, he's Cambodian. Um, he went through the Pol Pot regime. He went through uh, a lot of uh, headaches and heartaches and uh, growing up issues, um, being Cambodian here in Australia, uh, readjusting. And we'll talk about that, but we'll talk about how he's overcome all his disabilities and looked at all his abilities. And now, even at an older senior age, he's still looking at what to do in the future, where most people get to a certain age and all they can think about is retiring, you know, and that's not the way to go. So, but today, my special guest is Ilona, Ilona Solenska, and she has a couple of companies. One is called Synergy Consulting Australia. And of course, the other one, which is um, in her own name, which is uh, Ilona Solinska. Now, Ilona, welcome back. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure. Oh, look, it's it's great to have you back. It really is. But but more importantly, we've had some listeners, and I've told you before, we had quite a few listeners send me emails to say, wow, how dynamic, how fantastic you were. But more importantly, how you actually inspired them. You know, last week I had a, um, an ex-teacher here and uh, we talked about uh, who inspired her, you know, what what motivated her and, and how why did she become a teacher? And she mentioned that, unfortunately, I made her cry. But, <laughs> you know, she got so emotional. She said, yeah, I, I had a teacher, you know, I was doing this art project and it was like failing. It was terrible. It was just a lump of clay and it all collapsed. And she was saying, and he just came up to her and said, it's all right. He said, you know, this will be your masterpiece. One day this will be classed as a masterpiece. You are, you are the master of whatever you do. And the way he said it, the way he uh, helped her just to get over her panic at the time, her anxiety, changed the way she looked at life. And it was quite incredible, just that one phrase. But that one phrase has stuck with her all the way through. When she became a teacher, she used to use the same sort of phrase with her students. And now she's finished teaching quite a few years ago and she was saying that she gets invited to their parties, she gets invited back to the school, she gets invited to their weddings. You know, so f to invite an old teacher to your, your class reunion or to something like that is fair enough because you expect the old teachers to come. But to invite them to your wedding or to your birthdays or to your special occasions, that's like, I mean, you must have been a special teacher. And that's when she started crying <laughs> in a nice way. But Ilona, thank you for coming back. Tell us a little bit about this fourth uh, industrial revolution? Well, that's a lot to talk about, the fourth industrial revolution. Um, let's just start with something very basic. Um, I would like to citate an extract from Professor Klaus Schwab. He's the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, which is in Davos. He stated... We stand on the brink of a technological revolution that will fundamentally alter the way we live, work and relate to one another. In its scale, scope and complexity, the transformation will be unlike anything humankind has experienced before. Now, when we listen to that, we <laughs> think, oh, my God, what is he talking about? It's yeah. like sci-fi. But what he actually already mentioned six years ago was, and I state again, 
the possibilities of billions of people connected by mobile devices with unprecedented processing power, storage capacity and access to knowledge are unlimited. And these possibilities will be multiplied by emerging technology breakthroughs in fields such as artificial intelligence, robotics, the Internet of Things, autonomous vehicles, 3D printing, nanotechnology, biotechnology, material science, energy storage, and quantum computing. So that tells us that we are definitely going into a direction which is like for some people, sci-fi, <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek with little pets where we already have now ta tablets and we use our mobile phones, which is actually a smartphone. And let's be honest, it's not so much a phone anymore because it's a communication device which mm -hmm. we can use to my cause as well. Yes. Well, the, the thing is, when you listen to all of that, considering he made this statement, you know, over six years ago, um, long before COVID and long before anybody ever thought of a worldwide pandemic. They, they thought there might have been a pandemic like there was in England or the one that was in South America or the one that happened in, in America or something like that. But then nobody, even the futurist people, never thought that there'd be a worldwide pandemic, right? Now, some people, unfortunately, are making billions of dollars a day because of it. And other people, other countries are losing billions of dollars a day or per week. Um, you know, just yesterday I was listening to the radio and one of the reporters was saying how it's cost us 30-something billion dollars every week here in Adelaide for the, the, the lack of uh, people in the city. It cost us a, a, a 48 billion in uh, loss of revenue for the hotels and the, and the tourist industry. Uh, so many billion for something else. and something. It added up to hundreds of billions of dollars that South Australia has lost. Now I'm thinking, wow, we are a city or a state of only one and a half million people. So if in this state of only one and a half million people, we lost, you know, a hundred million, like it was a lot more than that, but if we lost a hundred million, how much would have Sydney or Melbourne or you know, some other state or other countries. They've got, like, you know, there's an island in New York there that's got 25 million people just on that New York island or, you know, just in one area. You know, Hong Kong had so many millions of people, you know, and we're just one little state with one and a half million people. So there must have been huge economic losses. I know that I've got friends in other parts of the world, in other countries, and when I talk to them, they tell me what's happening in Malaysia, they tell me what's happening in Thailand, what's happening in Asia, and, and places where I used to travel regularly and work regularly, and how they've been affected. So today, with this fourth industrial revolution, we can actually work from anywhere, and you can do any business you want, but it's got to be online. And these people that, like Ron was saying earlier, and you, you mentioned earlier, that you teach this course and you teach at the university, and then people say, oh, I don't need a web page. I don't need to be on database, or I don't understand it, so I'm not going to do it. What do you say to these people? <laughs> I try to be <laughs> very diplomatic, and uh, you probably hear from my accent, I'm half German, half Hungarian, and Germans have very honest <laughs> answer sometimes <laughs> so I have to watch my face <laughs> and um, 
stay calm and uh, explain to students that well if you don't if you're not on the internet you're actually not in business you do not exist physically anywhere you can uh, do the face to face if you can with covid not always you can do business cards you can put <laughs> little uh, posters up in shopping centers but trust me that will not take you anywhere nowadays i, I must admit though in some areas in some areas and, and it's the old saying it's it's not what you know it's who you know so but there's a couple of steps above that it's not what you know it's who you know but more important than that i believe the number one thing is who knows you and the only way that people get to know you is usually through seeing you somewhere on the internet or somewhere or somewhere. But with my business, and I've got a few other people, I've never really used the internet to promote my business. All my business has always come from word of mouth. Yeah, because people but, know you, Peter. No, they get to know me or I get to know them and they get to know what I do. You know, and, and that's where, you know, and I know I'm a dinosaur. I know I'm a dinosaur and I know that, you know, my, when my web page crashed and this provider, whatever, you know, I said, that's it, I'm not going to use it because I'm picking up enough work, right? And I just say for me, you know, this is the difference. For me, I'm picking up enough work to keep myself motivated to do what I'm enjoying doing and I just love what I do and I think it comes across in my presentations or my training and whatever whether it's one-to-one or whether it's in front of a crowd of 5,000 it doesn't matter and now you're on zoom as well well we're on zoom and we're on podcast but the fact is being on Radio Italia Uno has helped being on a couple of other previous radio stations has helped um, and doing a podcast has, has helped you know so people do get to know of me um, and that's what I'm saying. But in business, if you're starting a business today and you don't have a website or you want to grow your business today, you need to have all those. Absolutely. You physically don't exist. Let's be honest. If we're looking for a restaurant, if we're looking for a service station, anything, where do we look? What yeah. are we doing? We yeah. open up Google and we're looking for a place near me. Italian Maps. restaurant yeah. near me yeah. or Italian restaurant Adelaide CBD. Yeah. And then when we have the list, what are we doing? We're looking into pictures. We open up the pages. We want to see if it's inviting and if this is the kind of food we really like. Mm -hmm. And according to that, we make a booking. Yes. And, and the reviews are so important. Yeah. And that, I think that's important. I mean, I know that... Um, when, when people look at reviews, and unfortunately I've been told that sometimes when people put a review on, you can't take it down. I, I mean, I don't know about that, so I'm asking you. Is, is that right, that when somebody puts a review on, you, you have problems taking it down, even if it's been a good, bad or indifferent? Um, you have to ask people to take it down. So I suggest to my students, if they get a negative comment, first of all, you have to be watching it and be on it and respond in a very polite and professional manner so everybody else can see that you're really apologetic and you want to help them out. But you can actually ask people to please um, take the review off. All right, so you if actually... If they do, is another issue. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so basically the person who puts the review on owns that review and they, they're the only ones that can take it off or it change it? It depends on the platform you're using, yes. but usually, yes, that's the case. Okay. All right. Look, we've got to take a break and we'll come straight back after this because there's a lot to, to learn uh, and understand about this fourth industrial revolution. 
When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home. And just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us. Which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies. This week's specials at Foodland, Arnott's Yo-Yo Biscuits, 250 grams. Quite the Aussie fave, just 150. Kellogg's Nutrigrain, 500 grams. Breakfast of champions, only 337. And Lynx Body Spray or Antiperspirant, 165 ml. A sweet smelling special, just 350. All half price or better, till March 1st, while stocks last. Great food lives here, Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and welcome back. And, and please, like I keep saying, please, please, please support the people that support us. You know, we're a community radio station here in Adelaide, Radio Italia Uno. Thank you for listening every Monday from 2 to 3 and, of course, all the other times because we have a, such a variety of music. But also... Um, support the people that support us. Go and see them shops, go and see their services. And of course, if you have a product or service that you would like to um, get out there to the public, let us know. Get in touch with me um, or talk to somebody at the radio station, uh, Radio Italia Uno, and let us help you promote your product and your service. We have some fantastic specials. And now I'm looking for a couple of sponsors for my program um, it's going to 35 different countries and all around Australia. Um, people are listening to it and all around the world, they're listening to it on podcast through uh, Happy Business Radio. And thanks to Ron, he helps us out. Now, just before the break, we were talking to Ilona Solinska and Ilona was talking about how important it is to have 
um, you know, this fourth industrial revolution and, and be aware of what the fourth industrial revolution is. And it's really the new digital age, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. So it it's it's so important. I mean, you know, some people are up to date with technology and some people like me uh, are dinosaurs. But on the other hand, although, you know, I might not know how to do it, I know what's available and I keep myself up to date with what can happen to it. Uh, and they say, the thing that I hate the most is people say, they look at me and say, you can do this on your phone. You can do this on your phone. I said, no, I can't do it on the phone. It can be done. <laughs> but I don't know how. <laughs> so but true. I know that it can be done. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So the, the point is we were talking to Ron as well. And during the break, we were talking about, um, you know, while the commercials are playing, we're, we're in the studio and we're still talking. But Ron was saying about the importance of having uh, upfront people can see you, they can search you and, and mm. find out what you were saying about that, you know. Elena, I've got my question is the internet's been around for what say about thirty years in in a uh, a home based environment um, more than business. So, what is the next step with this? How are we going to get the generation now plus the older generation and the newer generation to be able to use the internet? In, in a harmonious way. What I mean by this, it's changing. New things are coming out. And, you know, I know so much and that's all I know. And this new generation knows so much more. Yes, I'm actually not worried about the young generation because they're already living in this technological world. Uh, nowadays, when I'm visiting uh, early learning centres, children are so familiar with their tablets and when <laughs> they're coming up to me asking me, can you fix this? I said, oh my God, no, <laughs> I don't. And I said, hold on, you have to press that button, you have to press that button and then in the end it works. I'm saying, why are you coming to me asking me <laughs> when you already you know it better than I do and that's a five-year-old one. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that generation. But um, Ron, the, as older the generation is, as harder it is for them to pick it up. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible because it is impossible. My 85-year-old dad is on the internet because he's seen me working in Germany every day on my computer and he was just captivated and he asked me, that, what are you doing? What is this? And I said, Dad, that's called an email <laughs> and that's how we can actually communicate. So you don't have to write letters anymore. And so I gave him a one-on-one -on -one how to use emails. Now, before I realized, my, I got an invitation from Facebook from my dad and my first reaction is, oh, no. <laughs> that is on Facebook. No, no, no. And so I made a phone call and said, Dad... <laughs> Are you on Facebook? <laughs> What's that? They said, yeah, yeah, I just found it. And I thought, it's nice because you are on it. And I said, oh, gosh. Okay, uh, let me handle that. <laughs> I have your passwords. <laughs> and I set it up and I monitor. <laughs> and don't make any other, uh, don't take any friends on. So it is all possible. In the meantime, my dad is on Skype and he's very comfortable with everything. So it's possible. But and he's got three Russian brides. <laughs> no, don't say that. If my, say Scott, my mom doesn't understand English. <laughs> my dad will be in trouble. Yeah. yeah, so it is the generation who, first of all, are long out of studying and learning. Mm. And that's a big issue. 
because it's harder to pick up something new. On top of that, it is modern technology, which requires quite a different way of thinking. So with my dad as well, for example, he knows how to send an email, but only because I write, wrote a one-on-one, step one, you do this, step two, mm. you will do it. Now he knows how to do it. But if something goes wrong, he has no understanding why something doesn't go wrong. Well, does go wrong. Yeah. He had the same problems with Skype as well. He well, don't know what he did, but he did something and his Skype didn't work. Now, I am in Australia. He's in Germany. How to fix it? I can fix it because I can. I have a program where I can access his computer. But again, me telling him, I can fix this for you, but you have to first download a program. Team Fewer is what I'm using. Mm-hmm. And so I can fix it for you but that little step was too much for him so instead we found a um, web person who can just came to his home and fix it and he was happy as Larry (laughs) so it is um, we have to consistently learn we entered this fourth industrial revolution we're very very in the early stages but it is all about learning doesn't matter if you're young then it goes easy if you're older it takes longer but we consistently have to learn and educate ourselves. And that is the part which some people have a bit of a difficulties. Like for some of my students, for example, I have mm. students that are 18. I have students that are 75 years old. Wow. And <laughs> while the 75-year-olds um, uh, or 60-year-olds, they're very intelligent in form of life experience. They're only problem they're having is the modern technology Mm. while the younger generation has absolutely no problems and they can do um, uh, send out surveys utilizing all modern technology but they haven't got a life experience what the 60 year olds have so here i have the one group who really knows how what to do but the technology is sort of hard for them and then i have to write the opposite we have to s- learn. And I, I myself, I'm in the same boat. I'm at a moment studying myself, and it's just an extension to my study because it's part of the future. And I have to consistently learn. And let's be honest, I, I'm not a very academic person. Mm. So for me, sitting down and reading... It's and I I read it yes that's great <laughs> but then what did you implement it in action I have the problem so you show me how to do it I got it in two seconds so I'm in the same boat like a lot of other people as well and uh, the future will be consistent education and just when you got your head around something a new technology trust me just when you got it it's already outdated so do you think that the internet we know now Google, Firefox, all those sort of search engines, in the future will not exist. It will be a completely different platform. I can't see that they can, they will not exist. They'll exist in a different format. In a different format. So we we have to also see that we have, at the moment, that's on our planet, we have, for example, the Chinese have a different search engine platform that we have. We Mm. use Google. It's very American-driven. Yes. And um, you find them also in Europe. But so at the moment, we still have different large countries have their own search engines. 
And so I can maybe see that the future we will be more merging them together. So you might it might be like a, in America with a cable company, you pick your cable company, but then you pick all your channels. So everyone virtually has, a, like in Australia, the same cable company, Yeah. but they just choose what they want to use. And that makes sense as mm. well. Because well, let's, let's face it, like here we have the Chinese community. I, I just mm-hmm. like to talk about at the moment with the Chinese community because it's a very big country. And um, they have a lot of their own social media. They have their own platforms. So I can imagine that you can live around the world and you have this one login mm-hmm. is one path, but then you can say, I want to use the Chinese platform. I want to use the American platform. Ah, yeah. I want to use another one, which gives us also freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. See, in uh, China, I, I believe that Facebook has been banned, but they have uh, another system which is, again, very similar, does the same sort of thing, but it's called WeChat. And, uh, yeah, WeChat. So <coughs> yeah, WeChat. I'll go into one of my podcasts, I will talk about WeChat. Yes, because I know that... Like in Asia, when I work in Asia, a lot of the Asians there use WeChat instead of Facebook. And a lot of the people mm. that are here is studying and uh, from China or other Asian countries uh, are on that platform, which is a, a Chinese-based rather than American-based. And when you look at it, you know, uh, in India, they've got a slightly different system as well. Um, but then there's billions of people in China and there's billions of people in India. So they're going to have slightly different things, you know. Um, and America has so many hundreds of, of uh, thousands of people, you know, um, or so many millions where they have a billion. <laughs> you know, there's a big difference. <laughs> uh, talking about China and with WeChat, it, it will be in one of my other podcasts, but um, TikTok. Mm. TikTok mm. is the equivalent to YouTube, which is American. Mm-hmm. TikTok is Chinese, and it is the fastest growing social media platform in the world Mm, mm. and i have to say that (laughs) i'm a bit of a tiktok addict myself and i'm i'm on wechat as well so (laughs) i have them all wechat uh whatsapp uh uh, tiktok i haven't got into yet but a whole heap of other ones because (laughs) depending on who am i using is what i've got to use let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about what things you think we should be on all right okay let's take a break we'll come straight back how good is Mighty Joe's? They're brilliant. Mighty Joe's is the largest fruit market in South Australia. They handle all Italian small goods. And a family business. Yeah, that's right. Four decades. Joe and Francesco, they're proud to present fresh produce from local growers and local produce markets, passing massive savings on to you. And their service is so friendly. Tell me about the opening hours. Absolutely. They're open 7 until 7, Monday to Friday, and 7 until 5, Saturday and Sundays. And they have weekly bargains and specials, like nuts and fruit and veg, cold meats, pastas, and plenty more. And they've got a new shop. They certainly have. Mighty Joe's are now at 115 Finden Road, Woodville. Check their Facebook page, Mighty Joe's Fruit Market. I need some fruit and veg. I'm heading down right now. I'll come down with you. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Granito, marmo, Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 
862 Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio on podcast around the world. Look, just, I keep saying it and I'll keep saying it and keep saying it. Support the people that support us. Look, we have some wonderful people there out in the community that are doing wonderful things. Uh, right through the last couple of years, they have had troubles um, surviving and uh, staying alive and staying inactive and and giving us the best service they can and providing you with the best products and services they can and look support the people that support us it's as simple as that and of course if you have a product or service that you want uh, to put out to the public let us know get in touch with me or somebody at the radio station and we'll come and see you uh, you can come and see us have a coffee we'll sit down we'll talk about the best way to advertise your product or service And we're talking about the importance of being known to the public and so the public can find you, how important it is to have a web page, how important it is to have a presence. You know, and like if I go to my phone and I go to Maps and I press up something, immediately it will show me all the restaurants in my area. Immediately it will show me all the service stations. It will show me the pizza bars, it will show me the, the restaurants, the, the shops, the, the clothing shops, the hairdressers, whatever service I want, it will just pop up with all these little uh, icons there. And sometimes you look at a map and, it's, and it automatically tells you XYZ business is there and ABC is there and uh, GG is there. And if your business is somewhere in one of those districts and it doesn't pop up, now I don't know how to get your business to do that. Right now, I don't know how to do that, but there are people out there that do. So if you want to know, you ask me, I'll find somebody that can help you. And like I keep saying, all every time I do a program, I say, I ask me the questions because if I can't help you, I will find who can. Now, Ilona is one of these experts in the field. She's actually written a book about the Industrial Revolution, the fourth Industrial Revolution. And what, what is so, so important 
Some people write a book about how to work this program, and by the time the book is even published, the program's been updated ten times. <laughs> you know, and and uh, I know that uh, two years ago or more, um, I had Ilona on the program, and we talked about the fourth industrial revolution, how she was writing the book, and how she was putting it together. But unfortunately, by the time she finishes that chapter, it's already outdated. It's moving so fast. So really, it's become a history book. <laughs> <laughs> but Ilona, the, the the thing we were talking about just before the break was what program or what uh, media should we be on? And we talked about what we know here is really what Americans use or what the English use. But when we think about India, which is a huge multi-billion uh, people, and China, which is billions of people, it's like, you know, it dwarfs America or any other part of Europe. So they are using programs which we don't tend to use so much in Australia. That's right. Yeah. We're not really uh, connected to them. However, say, for example, Chinese um, students or Chinese people, they are naturally more connected to their own uh, search platforms or communications like we have um, uh, Facebook, they have their own, we have, they have WeChat, for example. And, uh, for example, South Korea has Kakao Talk. So there's a lot out there, but we usually not familiar with it, at least not at this stage. Mm -hmm. But uh, just in our break, we had a little bit of a chat about um, TikTok, which is the alternative to YouTube. YouTube is American, mm -hmm. TikTok is Chinese. And the fastest growing platform is at the, in 2021 is TikTok. And it has functions which allows you to have these little video clips on it and you can separate it up according to your topic. And I have to say that uh, I'm a TikTok addict. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask you how to do it. I, I have TikTok on my phone and I, I can press on it and I know that that comes up and then it just shows you streams and streams of different little TikTok things. So you're telling me that I should be able to use, record something and then post it on TikTok? It's made of video, so you can uh, record yourself live. Yes. So, um, like I, I thought they were only short. Short video clips. So you can't, like, 20 seconds or whatever it is, or a minute. You can. Like, you can do video clips as you want. You can do 20 seconds. You can do a minute. Oh, but, um, but you're saying you can record yourself live. So if I was doing a, a presentation, I couldn't record the whole presentation. It would be just more chunks. Um, you have to look actually into TikTok how long the recording is, but the whole point is with TikTok that you have these short clips. Oh, okay. So that you get the quick information. I'm watching dance uh, classes. Yep. I'm watching um, all kind of <laughs> different. I, I kind of actually mm. not saw this on air what I'm watching <laughs> because people think I am a child. <laughs> No. <laughs> from this day Look, to it's the United child David within it's the child, the child within, within yeah. yeah but there's so many topics and you find what you like and the beauty is it doesn't take all your time so the addiction comes from me wanting to relax when I watch how certain yeah. dance moves are done and I'm in my bed and I'm having TikTok on and I'm watching it yeah. and then I watch something else and something else and somebody else uh, is a total different topic so and can you can, like you can go into TikTok and just flick through to see those things, or can you actually I search um, for search them, for them search, on yeah. TikTok? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Ron, what what uh, do you use? What what main ones do you use? Well, mainly I use Facebook, LinkedIn for business. Right. I also use YouTube. 
TikTok is something I've been looking into. Haven't made the move yet into it. That's right. something I need to look into. And there are a couple of uh, for for podcasting that we do. We use something called Riverside FM for our recording. It just comes up a bit better than mm-hmm. Zoom. And of course, we use Zoom for a lot of stuff as well. Okay. Yeah, Zoom is good to going into. We use a lot for teaching Webex, yep. mm. which is a big platform, and it can be tailored to the business. Now, Zoom started up as an alternative to Skype and developed into being more the business oriented like Webex and other big ones. And they're sort of more modern and start offering more the professional levels that you have chat rooms, you can put your hands up, you can do a whole bunch of things. That's so taken over from Skype. Um, it's just different. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I use Skype mainly just for phone calls. Yep. For teaching, I would use a professional big platform because mm-hmm. if you have a lot of students and you want to put them in different rooms and you want to share documents, and it has more the professional level. But for all my weekly, I have Zoom events running yep. and I pay for it because 40 minutes is for free, but everything else you have to pay. And so I can have, I think, up to 10,000 people in my room, which I don't have yet, yeah. <laughs> but, but I pay for that. And so yeah, I just want to ask one question, which was you just mentioned about the free and paid versions. That's right. Yeah. Do you find a lot of business people just are not prepared to pay for this paid versions? I look at it this way, I'm paying because I know I can make money out of them. That is a superb question, Ron. Absolute superb question. And it's something which sort of makes me a little bit angry when I hear that, that especially businesses who want to start up, okay, they don't have the budget, mm. but they're putting their little budget, what they have, into something like, I want a fancy computer. Mm. I want to get myself a new company car and get signage on it. <laughs> Forget the whole lot. You have to invest it where you actually attract customers. Yes. So yes. you should be investing this little bit of money where you have the biggest exposure. Once the money comes in, then you can buy yourself the Ferrari. Then you can buy yourself a $6,000 computer. But... Don't spend money in the beginning on things which is taking away the most important part. Get the message out where you are. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I pay for Zoom and I get a better experience because I've got more features and more things I can do. Same with uh, some of the other platforms that I use here. I used to use free and then I thought, no, no, I'm just going to take the plunge and pay for it. And God, it has actually paid off. That's the same what I did. At first I was on the free one and then I thought, oh, that doesn't work. So I decided let's pay. And to be honest, the payment is so low. Mm. Like I just set up a SoundCloud account. Yes, yes. It's $12 a month. How can a startup business not afford $12 a month mm. and be exposed Not even of a free? cup of coffee, two yeah. cups of yeah. coffee, if you're lucky. One a week. Yeah, it's wrong budgeting. <laughs> and yeah, I'm yeah. trying to tell that when... And my students are so proud. I got business cards. I got that and said, I don't have business cards. You don't oh, have business well, cards. No, I mean, I printed yeah. once, 250, and I don't use them. Well, I've printed them and I've still got them. I just mainly email or now there's business cards where you can just tap phones and it just transfers your That's business card. That's what I have. I have just mm. this tap thing. Do you want to find out? Tap on your phone on it and you yeah. have my website and everything. Yeah, well, this, this, see, I'm not up to date. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I know that these things are available, but I don't have all those things on my phone. I don't have all those uh, things. I still use some business cards, but <clears throat> now I've just learned to say, okay, Ron, 
give us your number, I'll put it in here. Mm. Then I know that I've met you, I know that I've seen you, I know I've spoken to you, and I'll put in there, uh, you know, Ron Podcast City, or mm. make myself a little note about what it's about. And Ilona, um, I, I can't forget, I forgot all the good things I put in there about you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what, I, what I did was, you know, what I did was I, I um, make a little note and I learned how to do that. And I thought, that's all I need to know, you know. And, and years and years and years ago, when I was running a business um, here in, in Adelaide, um, there was um, the central office and that was it. You know, we had central office here in Adelaide, right in the centre of the city, and then they decided to go out to the metropolitan areas. And I lived at that time outside the metropolitan area. I lived down at Port Nalunga South, which is, you know, today not that far away. But those days it was like an hour and a half away from the city. Really, it took that long to get down there because the roads were windy and really bad. But uh, I lived at Port Nalunga South. So I decided that I was going to live there. And then they said, oh, we're going to open an area offices different area offices so i started an office at the point at the time which was christie's beach which was right near the beach and i loved it anyway cut a long story short they said oh we're going to give out computers to different offices so that they can have their own secretaries and do their own computing you know none of the other offices wanted computers they said oh no we get all our dump in adelaide we'll just come and get it we'll just come and get it so all the other metropolitan areas would come into town get their stuff printed by the, a printing pool we had a pool of typewriters that used to type up everything you wanted and you'd tell them what you want and it'd go on a on a schedule of to be done and somebody would be typing it up for you and you get your contracts sent back to you in the mail that same <laughs> evening so it was really good service but because we were out of the metropolitan area they said well well, we're going to offer computers to any office that wants them because we want to trial them. And I put my hand up straight away and they said, what? You want a computer? I said, yeah, I want it. I want it, I want it in my office. So we had, one, we had one in our office. But the point was we had a secretary who knew how to use it. Nobody else learned. Nobody else wanted to. Mm. So it was quite interesting. I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn what was available, what we could do with it. But I didn't want to do it myself. I said, that's why the secretary is there. Do you still... Um Remember facts? Oh, oh, yeah. You know, only doctors, I think, are the only ones that use facts now, aren't they? Chemist, uh, chemist, oh, chemist. No, no yeah. idea. <laughs> I mean, my chemist gets all the prescription by emails, but uh, there was a time with uh, faxing where you have to have your fax machine, and when I'm seeing it on the printers which I'm purchasing, you yeah, they're your still printer, there. It yeah. has a fax <laughs> facility. Said, really? What's <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> Why would? Who is using it? Yeah. All right, we're going to take another break. We've finished already. Wow, we'll come straight back after this break. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. 
We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of your life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you, thank you very much and thanks for listening to Radio Italia 1 every Monday from 2 till 3 and Happy Business Radio on podcasts through uh, Podcast City, thanks to Ron uh, and Karen, of course. I just want to keep saying the same thing, and it sounds like I'm repeating myself, which I am. But look, please, just support the people that support us. They have great services, great products, and why why wouldn't you? If um, you know, It's like being part of the family. We're, we're all one big happy family here at Radio Italia Uno, and our sponsors become part of our family. And, of course, if you would like to sponsor this program or any other program, get in touch with me and I'd love to talk to you. If you have a product or a service that you want to provide to the public or you're providing to the public and you want to advertise, what better way than Radio Italia Uno? Get in touch with us. Let us help you. Look, we've got to finish our show, but thank you so much to everybody for listening. Please pass it on to all your friends and rallies. Um, let us know anything you want to know. Any question you have about the fourth industrial revolution or any other question you have of Ron, myself or Ilona or any other of my guests, let me know and um, I'll pass them on and we'll get you the answers. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, ciao, arrivederci, goodbye.
You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.